Parasite is a South Korean dark comedy thriller directed by Bong Joon-ho. It follows a poor family of four who infiltrate a rich family's home from the inside. This division of class begins with the first shot of the movie and deals with the complexity of class and class inequality. I want to look at my favorite moments that displayed this divide, as well as a moral dilemma that I had about midway through the film. At the beginning of the movie, we are introduced to the Kim family through the use of the camera. The shot begins above ground and slowly pans downward into the semi-basement home of the family. As Bong Joon-ho stated himself, these semi-basement homes give people a sliver of hope, hence the semi part. But the separation between ground and basement centers them in reality. The Kim home is small and compact. One could say it even feels claustrophobic. When the children are trying to get the Wi-Fi, they climb up on top of a toilet to find the best reception. Everything is close together. When they drink together, it is in a tight space and the table is cluttered with things. When they are folding pizza boxes, there is not much space to move around. By its design, it is meant to show the kind of life they live. Though what they lack in possession and in space, they make up in loyalty and in the spirit of family. The idea that pushes this movie forward. Place this image in contrast with the house of the Park family, their home is incredibly spacious. Even the distance between the houses show their divide. When Kiwo goes for his interview, the Park family is literally above the Kims. A lovely shot of these stairs illustrate the distance between the two homes. This is the disparity between the rich and the poor. As Kiwo gets his sister Ki Jung a job as an art tutor, followed by his mother Chung Suk and his father Kitek as housekeeper and driver, seems to indicate the solidarity within the Kims. Through their struggles, they are a true family. They seem to display a true sense of love and loyalty, as well as camaraderie amongst each other. Never once did we see them settle by leaving a family member jobless when they could have. They all follow the plan accordingly to get each member a job. An important scene that illustrates their bond is their drink in the Park family's home. Before that, let's go back to the early scenes of the movie. In their home, because of the size, they are forced to drink together and close to each other. However, even in the Park family home, with such space, look how close together they are. When they drink, they drink together, all on one couch, one next to the other. Their home might feel claustrophobic to us, but to them it is normal. This is family. The way they play together, drink together, it's love. When Mr. Kim asks Mr. Park if he loves his wife, there is always a sense of reluctance and hesitance before he answers. I get the feeling that if Mr. Kim was asked that same question, he wouldn't hesitate. When I watched this movie, I was rooting for the Kim family's infiltration. They were the underdog, trying to make a better life for themselves. Kitek and Chung Suk are trying to provide for their kids. But in the process, they got rid of the housekeeper, Moon Guang. I didn't care much about her. I was okay with her having lost her job because it had no bearing on the family that we were watching and what they needed. But the return of the housekeeper elevates this movie. Upon her return, she states that she left something in the basement of the home. When she gets down there, it is revealed to us that she has been hiding her husband there for years. And it is here where the morality of the movie begins to get skewed.
Chung Suk begins to call the police, as the former housekeeper begs for her and for her husband's life, calling them fellow members of the needy, a title that Chung Suk denies. All six of them do share that common thread. They are all sneaking around in pursuit of a goal that is quite human, to feed their family and to try and gain a better life. If they had money, Ki Wo and Ki Jung would probably be in school, as Ki Jung especially is extremely talented. Moon Guang even calls her sis as a way to reach common ground. When the Kims show themselves as a family, it becomes a battle of the lower class. A battle of who wants to be the family in the basement, and both families who are trying to climb each other for a chance at a better life. But neither party is truly at fault here. Class and morality are weaved together by Jun Ho effortlessly which helps illustrate the desperation that comes with being in the lower class. It can be looked at as a fight for survival. This divide is once again visually displayed in one of my favorite moments and shots in the movie. As the Parks return from their early camping trip, the Kims were drinking on the couch, a pastime that they clearly loved to do. With drinks and snacks everywhere, they were in a hurry to clean the house and escape before the Parks arrived but they are forced to hide and they decide to hide underneath the coffee table. As Da Song goes in the yard to camp for the night, Mr. and Mrs. Park watch him, and the sweeping shot goes from the couch where Mr. and Mrs. Park are, down to underneath the coffee table where the Kims are hiding. A beautiful visual display of that divide. As the scene continues, Mr. and Mrs. Park begin to make love on the couch. And I found this moment very indicative of the type of people the Parks are. People who are removed from life that is so different from their own. The thought of doing drugs and using the underwear of the lower class begins to arouse them. Even though earlier in the film, they looked at these ideas with disgust and shame. Now it is a source of arousal. It becomes sort of like a fantasy, because they are so far removed from this reality that they could dream about it and not feel anything almost dehumanizing even. And finally, by the end of the film, Bong Joon-ho grounds this film in a bleak reality, as this three-party conflict ended in death and in injury. Ki Jung died, Ki Woo was hospitalized, and Mr. Kim murdered Mr. Park. And the end of the film paints a dreadful yet honest picture that reflects the world around us, and more specifically the world around Bong Joon-ho which is Ki Wo vowing to buy that house. A dream or a hope that nearly killed him in the past and one that will eventually kill him. An ending that is so powerful because of that dreadful feeling, which is knowing that Ki Wo won't get that house. He won't be able to reunite with his father. <laughs>